Paul W. Smith Show at 6. The Pre-W. Smith Show now. 760 WJR. Here is Jeff Sloan. All right, well, listen, big controversies brewing right and left, here, there, everywhere, even making its way into Congress. What am I talking about? I'm talking about daylight savings time. Big controversy around daylight savings time. You know, each year we do the proverbial fallback, which uh, this year is scheduled to happen on November 6th. And then we do the spring ahead on March 12th, next spring, 2023. What do you guys think about daylight savings time? There's a lot of controversy around it. You know, uh, the idea behind daylight savings time is essentially to give more light in the morning, actually, during the winter hours. Because if you didn't have daylight savings time, it would not get light, for example, in the metro Detroit area until after 8 a.m. And that would be for four months until after 8 a.m. So... That's kind of what brought it on. It was, it was the kids going to school in the morning, people driving to work in the morning. They wanted it, they didn't want it to be dark until 8, 8.30, up to 9 a.m. Listen, in Pennsylvania, the sun rises as late as 9.40 a.m. in some parts of the uh, uh, northern parts, and in the Upper Peninsula, too, 9.40 a.m. The sun will rise 9.40 a.m. I mean, can you imagine? That's it doesn't late. get light until 9.40 a.m. That's late. So, in a way... That made a lot of sense, right? Get us more light in the morning. Get those kids to school safely, et cetera. But it is hard, isn't it? Do you guys feel it? I feel it for about a week when that change happens. It's like jet lag. Yeah, it's like jet lag. That's exactly right. Yeah. It's like jet lag. So are are you, Kristen, are you in favor or no? You know, I don't know if I have a stance either way, to be honest with you. It's just always what we've done. So I can't, I don't know that if we did away with it, how I would feel because yeah. I don't I don't know, but I I totally understand the sentiment behind it, right? I mean, I don't want to wake up. Well, I wake up in the dark and go to bed in the dark, anyways. Thanks to this show. Yes, we, we um, have a, yes we have a unique situation <laughs> going do. on here, and yes. others do also, right? Like uh, you know, nurses, firemen, uh, sure, doctors, sure, whatever. Sure, of course. But I I for the sake of the kids and others that have like a nine to five job, I completely understand. I want to wake up when my alarm goes off and it's light outside it's good for my mental health so i understand all of that right but in michigan i don't think we i don't know can we really like be so pro or against it well let me tell you there's a believe it or not there's a there are really strong sentiments on the part of some who really believe that things like productivity go down during the period of time when daylight savings time just initially makes that change that jet lag period you're talking about and they even say that kids in school have a harder time focusing when the change happens. So it is real for many people. It's an issue that's important to many people. And they don't, they don't want to worry about changing the clocks anymore. And listen, it's gone so far. Look, in the state of Michigan, legislators here passed that they would cease having daylight savings time and the change that goes with it as long as, and they tied it to, and the reason it hasn't changed yet, the conditions for actually stopping having it is that it was contingent upon whether Wisconsin, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, and Pennsylvania also made the change. And of course, they haven't yet. So if and when they do, we will no longer have daylight savings time, at least until it's again changed. We won't have it anymore here in the state of Michigan. We'll eliminate it. So it's a, you know, it, it, it is a, an issue. That issue of focus and productivity and so on, both for kids and those 
working. It's a real issue. It is, and it's a factor, and uh, so there you have it. I don't know. Stay on that, Jeff. I think, you know what, for me, yeah, I like daylight savings time. Not so much because of the issue in the winter with the morning light. Of course, I get that with the kids going to school in particular, and that's important. But I love the sun in late June, July. doesn't set. I mean, there's still a little bit of light even at 10 p.m., and that makes for those long summer days. I agree. I love that. So I guess that would push me over the edge of being in favor. Now, listen, we have other really big news to, well, I wouldn't call it news. I don't know what you call this. Interesting story to help us make our Halloween even a little more, what do you want to say, festive? Scary. Fun? For some, scary? Kristen, you've got it for us. So, Jeff, you know, a couple days ago we were talking about passing out Halloween candy, so I started to panic because I don't have any yet. So I went shopping last night to get the candy and the pretzels and the goldfish and whatever I'm, you know, all the stuff I'm passing out. And uh, I have to stock up. We get lots of trick-or-treaters at our house. And, you know, Dan likes the king-size candy, so I'm on a mission now. So I come across... Dan likes the king-size candy to hand out to the kids, or he likes the leftover king-size candy for himself? I don't think it's fair for me to respond to that, Jeff. <laughs> that's true. That's actually, that's a personal issue, <laughs> a personal is, matter. That right. That's a, okay, fair enough. Okay, so I come across this article about the best... Halloween candy to pair with wine. Oh, of course. Okay. okay. I, I can mm-hmm. be into this. That seems reasonable. So how about Sour Patch Kids with Riesling? Hmm. Okay, maybe. That's an interesting pairing. A Kit Kat with a Merlot. Kit Kat with Merlot. I wonder, okay, so it must um, be. Here, this is what it yeah. says. The multi chocolate and a Kit Kat pairs perfectly with Merlot's rich, oh. smooth, fruit-forward flavor. Hmm. I mean, all right. Okay, okay fine. I'm willing to try that. Wait, is the, let me ask you this. Yeah. So this would be for those parents sitting there, the candy's there, and you've got, you know, what am I going to do with myself? I'm waiting for the, the doorbell to ring again uh, to hand out more candy. Wouldn't it be nice to have a glass of wine? And so you, this is a good reference list Absolutely. that you found. Just in case you find yourself sitting there and waiting in between little, trick or treaters, yes, a little extra time on your hands. And hey, mom, how come we have so many Kit Kats? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, yes. Anyway, so I thought that was kind of a clever way to uh, think about candy. So, so I see and, you sent uh, your list along: Reese's mm-hmm. peanut butter cups and sherry. You did the yeah. Sour Patch yeah. paired with Riesling. Sherry's toasty, nutty caramel and raisin notes make it the ideal match for the chocolate yeah. and peanut butter perfection. That is the oh. Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. N- n- I mean, it's not done. a bad n- list. Nicely done, Kristen. You make it sound really good. Really? How about ca- ca- yes, okay. very nicely done. Candy corn and Chardonnay. Uh, why not? I mean, why not? Uh, why not? Gummy bears and rosé? That seems... Yeah, I mean, how about mix and match, right? Absolutely. Listen, listen I'm going to tell you something. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to Ann Thomas in a minute and hear what's coming up on. You're going to, mm-hmm. you, you've treaded into territory. Ann has made it clear that she hands out toothbrushes instead of candy for <laughs> Halloween candy. She doesn't let Paul get his cherry pie. <laughs> and, and you're pairing yeah, that's, wine. I'm glad you caught that. I'm yes. glad you, you, yes. you caught that. The cherry pie withdrawal and withholding. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not right, Paul. It's just no, not it right. But, it, yes. But I'm not here right now, so you talk to Ann. That's good. <laughs> okay. 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 Right. Do we have a Anne? favorite? Do we fa- have a favorite Halloween candy, Ann? Oh, I really 
really like Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes. Oh, that's same. But here. I am all over this wine idea with the kids. Oh, really? This is about the best thing I've ever heard. For right? the kids? And I'm oh, sending the you kids? the article. No. Yes. For us. Listen Paul. to that. Oh, okay. listen to that. <laughs> okay, but listen. So good morning, uh, Jeff. Good morning, yes, Kristen. And- good morning, Mark. Good morning. Indeed, listen, and Ann and Paul. This, this is morning. not to pair. This is not to pair the wine with the candy during the Paul W. Show. You've got important, important work to do, oh, bringing us important information. We didn't what, what do we have coming that. up? <laughs> well, you know where we are this morning. We are at the 32nd annual Tribute Breakfast, the Goodfellows Tribute Breakfast, honoring Tony Michaels, the president and CEO of the Parade Company. Oh, that's. And nice. I am with. I want you guys to know, I am with the 2019 and 2020 Good Fellow of the Year, Paul W. Smith. <laughs> That's just because we yeah, couldn't do it in that. 2020 because of COVID. So uh, Ann decided, well, they didn't do one in 2020. So you were 2019 and 2020, the first one ever to serve two terms How about that, as Good Fellow of the Year. And you know, Paul is the MC today, too. I so Paul it. is running the show here down at Huntington Place, and it's going to be a great morning, a really nice morning. They want to raise $1.2 million. Not just mm. at breakfast today, so people who are driving here say, I'm, I'm not going there, they're going to fleece me. <laughs> they mean during this campaign. Yes, absolutely. No kitty without a Christmas, you guys, so it's going to yeah. be a really great morning here at Huntington Place. That's beautiful, really. It is. Uh, looking forward to the show ahead. And listen, I got a recommendation. Paul W. Lambrusco with Swedish, yes. Swedish fish. Lambrusco with Swedish fish. There oh you go. Oh my God! <laughs> uh, you know, Lambrusco brings back a lot of college it memories. Yes, it does. It's it does. Not good ones. That was, a, that was a fine wine back when I was in school. Oh yes. Ooh, Lambrusco. <laughs> that one's not working for me. Anyway, all right. Let's. Pick it up a notch and get to the Paul W. Show in the next hour. Thanks, guys. Looking forward to the show. And we're out of here from the Pre-W. Smith Show.